Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men TV. Um, yeah, we're here. We're live. Um, the plans for the European Super League rule uh, roll on. Uh, I'm Paul Machen, Chris Pajax in the studio with me, John Machen, Sam Walker from home for this one. Um, I, I, look, there's loads. There's loads of moved on. I did the video this morning. I, I just I, I want to read a few bits and pieces from this. So I mean, as if anyone's been living under a rock for the entire last 24 hours, pretty much. Um, Liverpool have confirmed that they're going to be joining uh, Europe's leading clubs, which is not exactly true, by the way. Uh, in agreeing to form a new competition, the European Super League. 12, well, there's now 13 clubs that have agreed to join this. They are AC Milan, Arsenal, Atletico Madrid, Chelsea, Barcelona, uh, Inter Milan, Juventus, Us, Man City, Man United, Real Madrid, Tottenham Hotspur, and it's been announced since that Schalke will join as well. Um, like, the thing is, we've got here, Chris, is that there's, there's, there's two massive debates here. And unfortunately, the one about whether the Super League itself is a good idea is actually secondary. Well, it's a secondary thing because right now, the situation is these clubs have said they're joining this. UEFA's response is you won't be allowed to play in our competition, which they're not asked because they don't want the, the Champions League anymore anyway. The players won't be allowed to play in Euros or World Cups or represent their international teams. And as it stands, the domestic leagues, the Premier League, are saying any club that joins the Super League won't be allowed to participate in domestic competition. So if Liverpool go ahead with these plans as is, as it stands, it will be the Super League or nothing for Liverpool. Super League, yeah. Um, not something that I want to see. To be to be quite frank with everybody, I think it's absolutely disgraceful what's been done, and and I'm looking at both sides of the argument, and looking at UEFA and looking at FIFA, and think they're just as bad and they're just as complicit in this as as anybody. But you know, I'm shocked and appalled that Liverpool are at the forefront of these conversations, and the fans have not been consulted along the way, because you are fundamentally changing. <coughs> the competition element of, of what we of the sport that we love and it's not right at all. And I, I could honestly sit here and get so wound up and so angry about stuff because I am. Because I'm absolutely furious right now and I think it's absolutely disgraceful. And everybody's got their own moral compass. And for me, I'm getting close to that line where this shit's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean this is where we're at. Dad, you know, you've been watching the Reds a lot longer than than we have and you know, we've seen Changes. We were talking about this only yesterday afternoon. You know, we've seen changes that are to, to the to structures, competition structures. But you know, we were debating the whole European Cup to the Champions League thing. 
at the time that was a massive change to go from just a straight knockout tournament with only the champions of their leagues participating. The second you opened the door to making it a league, you know, a Champions League with group stages, etc., etc. We've been on the path to this, but that doesn't mean that it's something we should be accepting. No, we shouldn't accept it at all. I mean, I, I wasn't the least bit surprised by any of it, to be honest. It's all, it's all about jockeying for more power and more wealth. And the, the managers of, of our, our um, the owners of our club, and the owners of other clubs, that's what they that's what they want more and more money. Um, they, it's a business to them, and they don't really care about the fans unless they're made to. That, yeah. that, and, but at the end of the day, I now see this as the big opportunity to get fans a seat on the table, yeah. because in this power struggle. There's no mention of fans. There's no input from fans. And yet we keep getting told, because fans aren't in the grounds, we realise that the game is nothing without them. Yeah. Well, you know, that's a that's a weapon we've got to use. I think I've already heard some gloom from Liverpool fans saying there's no future. We've had, we've had it. I think we have to fight for everything we can get, you know, and use every weapon we can get. And the only real weapon we've got is walking out of football grounds. You know, it's not even any good just boycotting football matches because they fill the ground with rich people. Yeah, mm. they don't have any trouble. Real Madrid filling their stadium when, you know, they're playing any of these other teams. But um, you know, so the power is to go to football matches and then walk out and leave the grounds empty. Yeah, um, and that's a weapon we can use. And there must be others. But until football fans are at the table, this is what's going to happen all the time. I mean, UEFA were, were changing. The, the the Champions League format, basically to make more money. It wasn't because fans wanted it. Yeah. Fans didn't want it at all. You know, more more games. You know, in the in the in the silly league before you start the real competition. No one wanted that. Well, no fans wanted that. Yeah. So you know, it's fans have got to be heard. And if we if we don't stand up and be counted, then we probably say what we get. I yeah. mean, we've done this for years, allowed them to get away with treating fans like idiots. You know, they put football matches at Sunday afternoon when there's no trains running. They, you know, they put them on a <laughs> Monday night when you've got to be in work. It, they, they've just treated us like rubbish. And that's been the case since Hillsborough and beyond. You know, the fans were, were treated like animals. And, you know, they might not, might not be as obvious anymore, but it's still the case. Mm. And, you know, this, you know, even now, I mean, it's a silly bugbear that I've got. Fan, football fans aren't allowed to have an alcoholic drink while they look at a football pitch. Yeah. But if you switch that game to a rugby league match, rugby union, cricket, American football, you can. Why? Because we've been stupid enough to let them treat us as though we're animals. And, and it's time we stood up and, and did something about it. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not... We've got FSGR owners now, and and there's a, there's you know there's there's Arab owners and there's all sorts. Fans have never had ownership of their clubs. You know, you were always owned by the rich butcher, or yeah. you know, we were owned by the pools company. I mean, it's not that we didn't have owners. It's just that at least, you know, you could get a bit of respect for for turning up at your football ground. Yeah, you've got to get that back. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And we're in a weird world, world, aren't we, Sam, where, you know, somehow FIFA and UEFA and the Premier League have ended up, and Sky have ended up in the moral high ground. Now, I look at, no, but I, but, 
but it's true, isn't it? I mean, what a fucking shambles is this? You know, if you, I, I, you know, you say this all along. We've seen this in, in a political situation for the last decade now, and then you look at who you're fighting alongside. If you, if there's people going, I've got a second. These have got the moral high ground. You know, you've like none of them have. You've got well, exactly, ex- exactly. But you know, it's with this is such a bad idea that the, the the current model of the current model of greed and avarice looks quite preferable to the proposed model of greed and avarice, which should be a major red flag. It's amazing, really, when you think about it. Considering, let, let, let's put the shoe on the other foot here. If Sky Sports had the contract for this league, they'd already have adverts advertising for the next two years for it. Yeah. Let's not pretend or, or lie about that. It's all about, we need the spotlight. We're going to use our platform to push our message. And they know all of those those boards and entities you just mentioned that if, they, if they're not part of it, they're in trouble. So they just need to hammer it. Now, <laughs> do, does any of us want this to happen? No, they don't. But just like John said, are we surprised? Not really. We've been talking about it for the last 48 hours. I'm going to 24 hours. It's it, it's not surprising at all. It's very difficult for fans because things have been happening against us for a long time. I mean, football players earning two, three hundred thousand pounds a week has been happening for a long time. Their greed has been there for a while. Agents' greed has been there for a while. But it doesn't really touch us as fans. We might pay a little bit more on our shirts as it goes on, but we don't really feel it. Hmm. But the difference is now, I think, is that. For fans, this is the first thing that really affects us. We can choose not to buy a shirt. We can choose not to like a particular player. We can choose almost to support a different team to an extent. But we can't choose to look away from this Super League. If it happens, then we're forced down the path. If you support Liverpool Football Club, that's what you've got to watch. And I think that's why now it's going to be interesting to see what happens and how it develops. It's going to be quite dramatic, really, to see how our fan base like ours reacts because I heard actually I was, you know, for my sins, I accidentally listened to a half an hour of talk sports and got hooked in on in, in between work today. And Danny Murphy made a great point. He said, Liverpool fans always act first. We always pioneer everything. And it's true. So I'm really intrigued to see what our aims are because I don't really know what the answer is to this, to be honest. Mm-hmm. There's, there's that much skullduggery gone on in football for the last 20 years. I don't really know where the argument lies anymore. No, and and this is the this is the problem is that you we're faced football football will never be the same again because the, well UEFA have just come out and announced that they're going ahead with their plans for the thirty six team Champions League, which adds a hundred more Champions League games. When you consider they're adding four, they're adding four more sides, and you go, oh, four more sides. Oh well, you know, more room at the table, but a hundred more televised games. So, you know, and this is this is this is the side issue, Chris, because we could go into all of this. Like what's being proposed on the other it's all it it's all fucked. It's all shit in its own way. Both of these proposals, you know, damn the the domestic schedule. They damn the domestic cups, particularly in the in the in, in particularly the league cup, which is which is you know will never be the same as a result. Which we all hate anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but, <laughs> but we can say that. But again, this is this is this is the point. It goes back to the the entitlements we have over all this. Anyone down the pyramid, it's essential to the running of every club from the championship from the championship downwards. Now they're gonna regardless of this, they're probably gonna lose the, the top teams anyway, even if they stick around. Mm. So if everyone goes, if everyone rewound the clock twenty four hours and this announcement doesn't come out and everyone just goes ahead with the Champions League thing, th- there's no way Liverpool and City and United are putting are putting senior teams out in the League Cup next season because there's just not the or, where, or sorry from twenty twenty four when the, when those plans finally come in twenty three twenty four. The that's the, these are all it's all gonna have to change. But it's another example where it's not, it's it's changing for the TV product. There's a great point about this. Uh, Rory Smith made 
And he said, when, you, when you're creating this, this Super League and you've not got the, the sporting merit, you're not making a competition, you're making content. Yeah, mate, I, I fully agree with that. Competition is everything. It's what we love about sport. Without competition, all you've got is the WW fucking E. Mm -hmm. It's just an entertainment business and nothing else. What we need to do, and I've said quite a lot of this in a tweet that I put out before because I needed to get it off my chest, but like all of them just need a legging. Everyone who's got money involved in footy needs legging. Footy needs a hard reset, a hard restart, and we all need to get involved in that. We are all complicit in this happening today. Mm -hmm. Every single one of us, because like Sam said before, we've all paid the higher ticket prices. We've all paid over the odds to go to big games when you've not been able to get a ticket the right way. We've all paid money into agents' pockets in one way or another. We've all not moaned enough for furlough schemes and everything else and not been on the picket line when these things have happened because our club's been successful because we've done it all and we've sold out for a bit of a trophy here and there. And that makes me feel worse than anything is that I know I'm part of the problem here and I've got to draw a line in the sand. And I, you know, look, you know about my personal stuff and what we're, we're trying to do in, in the sort of like, you know, the plastic in the world and all that type of stuff. And, and it costs money to try and go zero waste, right? Costs you a lot of money. What we're going to end up in a position here is it's going to cost me something and models always cost you something. Mm -hmm. And that cost right now for me is not going to the footy anymore because I won't stand up for it anymore. <clears throat> I won't be treated like fucking shit anymore. I won't be treated like a customer anymore. I don't want to be treated like a customer. I'm not going to be a fan in the same way that I've been a fan all my life because you've ruined it for me. Mm -hmm. you, you're not creating competition. You're not creating competition at all. And all these guys are doing, you give anyone three wishes, right? Almost guaranteed with no rules. The first wish is I want a million, infinite wishes. Sounds, yeah, great, good one. That's what these clubs are doing. That's all they're doing now. They've got the money right now and they want to safeguard it and ring fence themselves as the money. Yeah. We look down on the elite. We look down on the, the the new money right now. Manchester City, Chelsea, like they're scum. We're as bad as every single one of them football clubs now because we've we've just had it longer. We feel entitled more mm -hmm. because we earned our money earlier on. Yeah. Nah, we're just as and, bad, and if, if not worse. Every, every you just look. Every fan wants the same thing. Look at Newcastle. Where was the protest against Saudi wanting to take over? Yeah. Where were the protests when the Abu Dhabi wanted to take over the city? You know, fans were desperate for it to happen. They were desperate for their clubs to be owned by millionaires. And yeah. this is the consequence. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I, I'm not quite like Chris. I don't think we should give it up. I really do think we should fight tooth and nail for it. Because yeah. it's ours. Ultimately, it belongs right. to us. You're right. We should do. We absolutely should do. And and look, what you know, we're not going to come. I'm not going to come up with an idea for how you sort it, right? But as a start, the European money should go to every club equally in the league, in the full football fucking pyramids. All the money that's earned, but no one's going to. No, no owner is going to give up the right to the money that they've they've won. But that's the way it should be. We need cost caps. We need clubs to go green. We need self sustainability across the entire pyramid, and not just our league and our club. And focusing on us, 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 us. Yeah. We need to focus on everybody else for a change. That's why it's wrong. The whole world's completely and utterly fucked. Is it any surprise that football is fucked at the same yeah, time? Yeah, like, we, we, every, you know, the, the 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 models of capitalism run riot because that's it. It's not about the chase for success, it's the chase for money. And money and, and success actually gets parked. Because I mean, look at Arsenal for 10 years, who were whose ambition was just to make sure they stayed in the Champions League. And now that's because they were paying off a stadium and they were doing a whole all of a bunch of things. But you limit you limit ambition when you're trying to balance you're trying to 
balance the books. But of course, you're right. This is the game. We we're all we're all responsible. You know, we can't. We, we've all done it. We've all gone. This player's not good enough. Get rid. Well, every time you get rid of a player, there's a, there's a there's a you're putting money back into the into the pot, or you're taking money out of the pot. We all want managers sacked. Well, look at Jose Mourinho; just will have taken another fat payoff because people weren't happy with how he was managing the football club. Because again, and then the additional pressures that come with you've got to maintain, you've got to get these targets, you've got to get high, you've got to get into these competitions, blah blah blah. No one's in it for the joy. We're all in it. The amount of cry arson about what Liverpool do or do not do in the transfer market. I, I'm sorry, but if I'm and and this is this is is one of those things where we need there needs to be a, a greater cons- consultation with fans without a doubt but it doesn't shock me particularly as well and I said that I've been saying this for f- fucking years because of the rise of social media and the, and the people are starting to, people are going to misinterpret the, the mood of a fan base by what they see online mm. rather than knowing a- accurately what it feels like whereas see, all the sensible the, people run away from that and you end up in the, a mad world there's a, there's a big danger in that I mean what's been proposed is an alternative to the Champions League. It was never designed to replace everything. It wasn't replacing the Premiership or anything. It was just replacing the Champions League because that's the most lucrative tournament. And these clubs don't think UEFA should take so much money out of it as they've been doing. They think it should all come to them. The, The trouble with that is that eventually there'll be a compromise between UEFA and these super people. And the fans will think, okay, great, it's fine. And they go back as if nothing's happened. Yeah. And they'll be paying for the tickets well, to go and watch can, can, play Real Madrid. Go on, Sam. And we need to make sure that we don't miss this opportunity. I, I agree with you, John, but I think there's got to be a, a massive sense of reality here from us as well. Like, let's be real. Look at, look, look at the world we live in. Look at, look at how hard it is to get a mortgage. Look at how hard it is to get a job that you actually live a decent way of life in, right? That reflects, that society is reflected in football. We can't sit here and expect football clubs to run in a specific way. Like, that is true to the people and is equal for everyone, a utopia, because that's just not realistic. The truth is, is, is that this, this all kind of began when more money came into the game and with more exposure... Think about it, it, you as yourself as a person. Let's look at this from a, like a boxer. Do you remember Don King robbed all the boxers in the 90s? Mm. Was it Mike Tyson? Whoever else it was, right? This is what's going on. UEFA are using the talent that is United, Liverpool, Real Madrid, Barca. The, the work that they do, they, them clubs take the risks in buying Mbappe, Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo. They take the risks on those wages over five years. They take the risks on having to sell so many shirts to balance the books. UEFA aren't taking those risks. So when UEFA is sat there saying, we're going to take 30, 40% of the cut and the rest of it is going to split between between years. It's exactly the same as Don King robbing his boxes back in the day. And all that's happened is with the failure of FFP, let's be real, and the, and the casting that happened last year, PSG and Man City are running riots now playing each other in the semi final. That'll go on forever. With the failure of FFP, with the, with, with the failure to manage owners coming in and out of these leagues, selling to look what happened to Wigan Athletic and so on. So there's both ends of the scale. All that's going to happen is is that these clubs like Liverpool and Man United and all that who are trying to be self sustainable, but have tried to do it the right way in so many, so many ways, are going to go, well, we've had enough. We're not getting paid what we, we deserve to get paid because we're the ones who bring in 2 billion viewers for our big games. You know, the smaller clubs aren't. They're eventually going to take the, pick up their ball and get off. Yeah. Now, that doesn't make it right, but that's just the reality of it. So, well, as right, much Sam. as I blame our greed, I blame UEFA and FIFA's greed just as much, yeah. if not more, for kicking this yeah. off. 
this is all part and parcel of the same problem. You think about the Bosman ruling and now the clubs used to have the powers and now the players have the powers. Mm-hmm. Well, now the players and the associations have the powers and the clubs are in the middle, as Sam says, taking all of the risks and all of that type of stuff. They want their power back and they realise that they're big names. But they... And here's the thing, you know this, we've been through something very similar to this in, in business. Is and, and, and people might know this, but when you are a director of a company, you have a legal responsibility to your shareholders above all else, pretty much. And that, to, to shareholders, generally speaking, is bottom line. So as if you're a director of a company, a football club, and you are being told that you're going to get £350 million in every year for the next 23 fucking years, it is your legal responsibility in law, in this country, in business, to basically take that, mm-hmm. because that's better for the business, but it's not better for the world, it's not better for the people watching, it's not better for the fans, it's not better for football, it's not better for fucking anyone, but someone's fat ass pocket. Yeah, this is my point, this is my point from before, we've told the, the club owners, and, the, and, for, and we've told the TV companies that we're sound. This goes back to my dad's point. We've told them what football we want. We don't realise we've done it because it's 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 crept up on us. And it's every time we've demanded a, a, a summer sign, and, and it's every time Sky's put the fucking prices up, and and but lost content, and we've played and we've played the same thing. Like where was where was my reduction in my Sky bill when they lost the Champions League? Yeah, never come, did it? Never come. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But we've told... So, like, you're, you're Billy Hogan. It's interesting. So, The Athletic got hold of a, a, an internal email from Liverpool, which I'll read for you now, um, that was sent out to staff. It says, Dear colleagues, you'll be aware of the announcement published late last night regarding Europe's leading football clubs coming together to establish a new midweek competition, blah, blah, blah. It's important to remember our team. I share you some of the context. For some time now, clubs, including our own, have held numerous long-standing concerns about not only the future of European football, but also the way football is run by UEFA. The global pandemic has accelerated the stability in the existing European football economic model. We've joined forces with the clubs, uh, blah, 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 which we know. Um, the Super League will be the future of European football and if we want to continue our journey of being a sustainable club with ambition to grow and continue winning trophies, then we should absolutely be part of that process and have a seat at the table rather than outside that group. Um, now, there's, other, there's more to this, but why I think is, is telling this, because this, for a start, I don't know why this is this isn't public. This is actually, a, 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 they've got hold of an internal email on this, by the way, so this isn't a statement that Liverpool have put out which I think is really fucking annoying because again why why aren't they fronting this why is there a, a quote from Joel Glazer on the Liverpool website and not a quote from Liverpool's CEO or Liverpool's owners but this is the, the point about this is this I've got no problem with Liverpool being at the table I've got no problem with them being at the conversations because to your point Chris this is this is where it's the devil in the deep blue sea and we'll never know whose idea it was. Liverpool are in, in, in and amongst the 12 clubs that have, have, have decided it. If, you're, if, you, if you go, nah, because morally we can't be in there, and then this thing takes off and it's the massive success, and, all, and they all get off, and then let's say all the other five clubs from the Premier League kicks the other five clubs out and we're left on top of the pile. Yeah, we're winning the league every season, boss. But is the money still in the Premier League? Is the money still in the in the in the Champions League? So all of a sudden, our business model gets completely fucking cut in half. I told you, models cost exactly, exactly that, and that this is the point. And are you willing to are you willing to do what's right for, for that cost? That's your that's your that's your sum. Yeah. That's the you bottom, need to work it out. Yeah, that's the bottom line for me, and this is where the explainer needs to come. Is that someone because they they can tell me that it's going to be three times more valuable 
to be in this European Super League than it is to stay with the existing system. They can say that. They can. They're going to go. They've said that's our business model for that. Well, what's the business model for what happen, for the for what happens if they don't? What does that look like? Because I get it. Like they they. I mean, and the problem with all this is to get an overlooked dad is. <laughs> they, I, I don't think there's anything. No, there is. Sorry, there's morally things wrong with the clubs wanting their cake and eating it. But when you're telling business-driven people who are looking at a business from a business-led perspective, they're just they're just going along with what they need to do to be able to compete with all the other people around it, which is the which is the issue on this. They don't. They want to have a European Super League and they want to stay in the Premier League. And yeah, of course, of course they do because it's it's as lucrative. It's not as lucrative as the Champions League, but it is still lucrative. Uh, and Sam's exactly right in terms of, you know, the the competition. Um, it's all the risks are being taken by the fan uh, by the clubs, and they want more money for for that. They they don't like UEFA creaming off loads of cash, and the the way to stop that they think because they've been unhappy with you know UEFA's changes, is to bring in their own competition and, and tell UEFA to bugger off. But, of course, UEFA won't bugger off because they control football in Europe. Mm. They, you know, them and the Premiership, it's, it's illegal for you to join other, other competitions without their permission, and they're not going to give you the permission. Therefore, you get thrown out of everything and you're left with the Super League. Yeah. And that's not yeah. viable. I don't care what they say. There's no way that Liverpool will be happy being in that one tournament yeah. year in and year out. No, there'll be a there'll be a super cup. There'll just be yeah. an FA Cup between the twenty fucking teams in the league. There will and be, there'll be a, if that's what ends up happening. There'll be a, there'll be a sway of um, people saying they need to play the champions of England to see whether you're as good as they are. Yeah. This is how the darts ended up with two it's world done. championships. I'm damn sure of it. Like, this is the yeah. type of thing we're in. This is why cricket goes on in the summer. And like, I, don't, I was I was saying this to someone before. I don't know how cricket works, but I'm sure Lancashire players play for England. And like, imagine being a Lancashire fan. And all your players are playing for England, and your games are going ahead. That's yeah. right, isn't it, Sam? Well, they do. That's what yeah. happens. Absolutely. What, the IPL? Absolutely. what, I, what I will say is this. Sorry, John. What I will say is this: the product that is the IPL is the best product in cricket. Because what they've done is they've just really Realized all the shit things all the leagues were doing and put it all right and they've got these unbelievable tournaments now let's not really go there but you know that's that's also plays a part in this in that they're going to start selling us this swanky new product soon aren't they that like looks and sounds better than what we're seeing on a Saturday with 15 minute waits for an offside goal and I think that's where See, the, the, the problem the, I've the got big... is sorry John the problem I've got here is that UEFA and FIFA are corrupt <laughs> and they're corrupt rotten to the absolute core and we know this and yet they're looking like the best option to me what What the hell's going on exactly exactly what i was saying it's this is this is where it's all fucking this is all horrendous and there's a part of me that looks at like the clubs who are like the other the other clubs in the premier league and the problem is is this is like the null and void arguments all over again hilarious by the way with west ham you know what i mean who are desperate (laughs) to have things be null and void and they're gonna try and claim some sort of moral authority in this regard but you know there is a little part of me you know we're gonna have to deal with this so you've got like people going, oh yeah, get rid of them. When like you know, when you're Evertonians going, yeah, get rid of this, get rid of the six, kick them all out. What do you mean is kick Liverpool out? Oh, oh, and the other five, whoever they might be, whatever. But there is a little part of me that would likes to would, would be like, yeah, I would be if I was if I supported one of the clubs outside of that, I'd be like, fuck them, fuck them, tell them to take take you know take the stadiums, take the fans, take all they want, yeah, take the big brand deals, and get that, off. That's already all over social media. Yeah. People saying exactly that. We'll be better off without them. We can 
and you're back to being proper football, proper football fans. Yeah, I've heard it all before. Yeah. I mean, I the big question for me is who's going to televise it? Yeah. Because that's the battle. You know, if Disney come in and say, we'll televise all of them, Sky are left and BT are left without mm. European football. Um, and suddenly the premiership rights are, you know, not as valuable. Yeah. So, well, something might will happen with the TV rights for the existing deals anyway, yeah. because you're not going to have half the team. So Sky and BT are taking half that money back from the clubs anyway in the Premier League. So there's all going to be yeah. all kinds of stuff going on there. Sky and BT are going to be at the table. Whether they win the rights for the European Super League or what, it doesn't matter. They are going to be at the table because they see the they see the big picture. They know exactly you have to be there, you have to do that, you have to get in, involved in this. It's going to be the same people running the game as it always is, unless we do what John says, yeah. and that's take a stand, all of us together, until we get football. We, we, we we've got it. to use this to get a seat at the table because we're still going to end up with rich clubs milking it for all they can get. And we're still going to have governing bodies doing exactly the same. And the fans will be the people who suffer at the end of the day, unless we can find a way to get a seat at the table. And now that there's no fans in grounds, it's the perfect time for us to start throwing our weight around a bit in readiness for when the fans are allowed back. Yeah. And we get a real weapon in our. Well, that's it. They're all waiting on. They're all waiting. I mean, it's interesting that they wait until the the season ticket renewals come out and all these things happen, and then and then and then this happens. It's 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 a fucking nonsense. And you know, again. There, there's again, there's there's greed and avarice on both ends. So the the new European Cup model is not a it's not an improvement, not an improvement of life for for the teams that are going to be in it. It will give them some more money, but it doesn't make squads better. And we said this already. You bring more money in, as it is, where they just if they're just adding games on top, you you spend that extra money on more players to have a squad capable of playing more games. So you end up not as on top. And then you end up in the, the ten years time. We, and because we let's be honest, we did this already. If, if if adding more games and guaranteeing more games for more teams was the answer, then the model of the Champions League in like 1992 would have been the solution and then we'd just stick with that. But we forget this and we talk about this all the time. They've changed the Champions League loads, but in slightly more subtle ways that you don't kind of, you don't really think about it too much. And especially for us, because we've, we've been in and out it out of it so much that we've not really noticed it. But I think the whole thing is just so fucking wrong. And we've not even got onto the sport and merit thing, really, of the idea that there's going to be 15 teams in the Super League and five will be allowed in to like qualify for it but I like I'm like what oh thanks very much they're going to come in for a season and if they don't meet the criteria next year they drop those those five teams drop out again so the 15th don't get relegated but these five are just in it for a visit just come in for a jolly what happens though it's all about timing again isn't it you go in there you're the first five teams and all of a sudden you've got 350 million quid to spend and you walk your league because there's no one there and you've got £350 million pounds mm. more than everybody else. So actually, it's more of a closed shop than you probably think because those five teams are being given a head start to say you can join the table most years. Yeah. And you can you can buy all those players who've left because they can't play for their country if they don't. Yeah. And you can buy Mo Salah, Sadio Mane. It's, it's going to be a fire sale. In so all... what, what happens then, by the way? But if, you, if you're one of those five teams that then comes into the Super League for a year, the young players then have to give up international football while you're in the Super League well, for not, a year. Well, you're not I mean, allowed. What the hell? Well, they're just not allowed in it, are they? They're just not allowed to be part of it in any way, shape or form. So they're going to... That's the point. This is the point, is that the, where they're at now 
and I can, and I, I, I am, I'm saying these words, and I don't know how true I believe them to be because I have been so horrifically let down at every major decision point from everyone and life changing decision points the last decade, from you know, from Brexit to party political, you know, votes yeah. and what have. Yeah, this should be this. This is an impasse. And what it should be is, you know, we're, we're, you're right, we're going to end up with more of the same where they come to some sort of compromise because, again, you, you know, you're right, they, they might, these breakaway clubs might decide to properly break away, but if they do, that's it. Like, I mean, that's not the same team anymore. This, this, this is the equivalent almost of moving your franchise to another state in America. You know, you, you're not in the same competition. You're not playing in your country anymore. You've just got to have you know, these games that come over for it. Like, can the Premier League survive without those six clubs? And everyone, all the 14 are going, yeah, yeah, fuck them, fuck them, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but, but, like, to Sam's point, let's be honest, those six teams bring in the lion's share of the money to that league and the attention. People don't want people, because we joke, who the fuck, we saw it on, in fact, if, if that wasn't the case, there'd have been le- far less kickoffs about those tele- about the pay-per-view games when it was like, Two bot fucking hell. Uh, when there was two, um, there was two. This, this is the Premier League arguing amongst themselves there in the background. Um, this is this is uh, this is West Brom and Crystal Palace to, to duking that out. But this is the point. People don't want to pay for those. People don't want to pay for those. Games. The fans don't want to pay for those games. So television companies are not going to want to pay for those games. And then that's all they've got to offer. So that's going to absolutely strip the money out of the Premier League. The Champions League is going to be far less valuable because let's be honest. How you? T- the Champions League, not even about Liverpool. The Champions League without Barcelona, Real Madrid, like, like I'm having a look at it. They have the last time those clubs failed to qualify for the Champions League was Barcelona. It was the last time was 1996-97, and it was the same for apparently the same for Real Madrid. You know, so we know the, 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 the whole thing. If the, the brinksmanship here, Chris, is what I don't get. I don't know who cracks first. Because I think, the, and the Premier UA, League... UEFA will crack first. Yeah. yeah. Because it's not, it's their product, but not their participants. And without their participants, it's nothing. So they will crack first and there will be a compromise. And we have to be, kept, you know, we have to be ready because we're, we're still going to be watching a game of football just like before mm-hmm. that's run by money men for their own back pockets. And, you know, we, we, the chances of us turning that round now are probably 20 years too late. Mm. We need to just get a seat at the table. I mean, Jeremy Corbyn, the, the wonderful man, came up with a notion of fans having more say at football clubs. We've suddenly got Boris Johnson being our champion. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it did make me laugh. But if he's that keen, let's get him to put a, a bill through Parliament Given at least ten percent shares to fans in every football club, that would yeah. be a start. That's something to lobby for, isn't it? Yeah. That's a lovely word, lobby these days. But yeah. you know, let's try it. Go on, Sam. Do you know what? Do you know I what? Do you know what? Some I celebrity think... fans as well who will jump. Yeah. Well, do you know what I think has been kind of missed there along the way? Uh, just slightly reversing back there. It's like the Premier League and FIFA and UEFA have been saying you're going to get barred from this and that and the other. Now we're talking about. Let, let's just use an example. What Man City. Um, lawyers did to UEFA last year it was embarrassing what PSG's lawyers did to them was it was embarrassing now piece together 12 of the top 20 richest clubs in football for two years with their owners who are super rich um, along with their lawyers I don't think there will be a single legal thing any of these institutions can do they will have been through every eventuality I can guarantee sometime in 2019 they said what they'll do is they'll say this, 
we'll kick you out of the Premier League and the Champions League if you think you're going to enter this competition. They'll have come to every single if if or but, and they'll have this down to a T. This will end exactly how those lawyers and owners wanted it to end. So they may, if they wanted fans on the board, it'll go that way. They'll know full well every single fan that's outside every stadium complaining now. They'll have anticipated that. They are not stupid as a collective. No, and there's not. been that many things happen to Liverpool that our owners now know exactly what type of people we are. So what we've got to realise as fans is they know this. So why are they still doing it? They know we it. We need to see it bigger, see what's it, going you're on. You're absolutely spot on. And make no mistake, the timing of it was their decision. Mm-hmm. The timing the day before UEFA released their plans and ratified their plans is their decision. And Sam's right. This has been in the planning for years. They've known exactly what it is. Every if button, maybe Sam's absolutely spot on. They'll have counter-moved every single one. They already know that no one can tell them they can't do it. You know, UEFA have no, because it's against European competition law. Mm-hmm. You know, and, th- and th- this is the thing, and, and this is what hurts, is that the owners of Liverpool Football Club think that this is what we want. No, 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 they don't. They don't care what we want, the owners of Liverpool Football Club. We have not been a consideration to FSG at any point during this. But I guarantee they think they do. And what I mean is, they'll have they'll have convinced themselves of this because that's all that's what it all because is. Because trophies and, and your club doing well hides everything. Exactly because they because they got you know sport what sports about winning, and they'll they've looked at the game and the game's rigged. Sam's point's right. FSG came in and they got like now. Yeah, yeah, but the game. The point is, is that they, they, they wanted stringent FSP, FF, FFP rules, mm. and the second they proved to be toothless, well, what, what's your choice? You continue to be in a world where you're just basically you're gambling and gambling they, and gambling and gambling. They wanted, gambling a, they year wanted on a cap year. as well, and yeah. they didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> And they haven't, they haven't, they haven't seen what enough from UEFA and, and FIFA to do it. So they've gone out there and they've worked with a, all these other dickheads and decided that this is the way that they're going to see their future and they're going to make sure that their future is fine. And that all just comes down to money. It doesn't come down to anything else. It's about FSG selling this company for five billion instead of two billion. Mm. That's what it is. And and what we we should all know, and we've and I've said this before over the years, is none of them matter. They don't care because they're not going to be here in 20 years. Jürgen Klopp, one of my favourite people on the planet, he's not going to be here in 20 years. He's doing a job and that's fine. He might fall in love with us and he might stay around and lots of people do. Great. But the only people who are born into it and die with it are Liverpool football fans and that's it. Ownership, nah. How many owners have we had since I've been a fan? You know what I mean? They don't matter. None of them matter. But they all come in to make money and to win trophies. If they win trophies, they get a pass from us. Well, no fucking more. You don't get a pass from us no more. You fucked up enough and you don't understand what matters to Liverpool fans. Competition is one thing, absolutely. Don't drag our name through the mud. Don't have everybody around the world looking at us like we're the reason the football's failed. It was the beautiful game. It was the working man's game and you fucked it all up. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely, and as I say, we we we, and it's because not maybe not you, maybe not me, maybe not us, maybe not maybe not you guys watching at home, but we've asked for this. This is you know we're we're reaping what we've sown in this in this regard. This is because we've told our football clubs in no uncertain terms that we want to be able to compete at the top. We want you know we we want to buy them the best players. We want to be in the market. We want to be at the top table of all these competitions, and to be at the top table of these competitions requires money. 
and that's the reality of it, and that's what's the most galling thing about it. Is you're right that you know it's going to be a fascinating couple of weeks, and I say this before because again, I'm like when it boils down to it, this Super League sounds like an absolutely shit idea because it's just. I mean, for the start of what it means to all to, for all the other clubs, like does it mean the European Cup dies? Does it mean that you know? Because what does that mean for all the other clubs who rely on that money? What about the other? What about the other 13, 14, 15 clubs who would you know more who are involved in that every season more when you go through qualifying rounds? You, you need the money. They're all financially built on that. Are they expecting that to be a completely separate tier to competition? You know, again, all these things need to be explained. It just looks like a crap idea because it gets boring. What you know? What, what? No relegation. We laugh at American sports because they don't have these. They don't have draws and they don't have and they don't have. Um, you know, and, and they don't have relegation, in the and they declare like. themselves world champions when there was thirty-two teams from America <laughs> yeah. competing. But, but like the the, the 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 thing about all this and what I was saying about this, this is the we can get we, the thing that's obscured in this whole conversation for me because a new boss just like the old boss. It's all shit. The Champions League is UEFA are just going to be as bad. They're all bad in different ways. We've just it's been boiled down to because Sky have got all of this. Like when Sky are reading statements out, you know they've just had it. Like the the bath phone's gone and it's Rupert Murdoch on the phone down to the studio. Go right. Let's make sure that we're protecting our financial interests today. So when you've got Sky who haven't talked about any of this in the build-up are all of a sudden stopping match broadcasts to have conversations about it. Suspect as fuck. But you know the the point is for me on this if Liverpool persist with a, a pathway that leads to us being expelled from our domestic competition then that is absolutely outrageous and there's, and I don't I don't know what but I you know and I would never I'd never you know support act of violence or whatever but honestly I'd be amazed if Anfield was still standing the fucking day after that happens because that's it the football club's gone as far as I'm concerned if we're not allowed to play in England anymore then they fucked it beyond all recognition. And, and you know, you know, whoever ends up supporting that football club, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how I'll feel about it if that happens. I don't know what will happen moving on, but it's a that is the very fucking thin line that they are incredibly close to stepping over. At the moment, it just looks like a massive game of brinksmanship where they're just trying to wrest a bit more power and a bit more control back from UEFA, which I don't agree with in, in, in the wider sense and the way it's being done. But I can understand it. I can understand why they're doing that. But fuck me. If they get this wrong, if they play this game and they fuck it, then that's the end of Liverpool Football Club as we know it. And that is absolutely unforgivable. I don't know. Where you, I, don't, I genuinely don't know how you oh, come back from that. But here's an interesting point. And I think I'm right on this. So I'm sure someone in the comments will, will correct me if I'm wrong. I believe the 12 clubs that have signed up are the 12 clubs that have lost the most money in the pandemic. Uh, I, I believe so. I could be wrong by one or two, but it's definitely 12 of the, say, top 15. I also believe that JP Morgan have lost a lot of money in this lockdown. So there's a, there's a, there's a point here that this this could all be about, yeah, about wrestling power, but the, some of the names behind it could be a bit bigger than just football. It could be about just getting attention. JP yeah. Morgan's shares will have gone absolutely through the roof over these last few days. Yeah. So there is so many things behind it. There's another, another little factor that you might want to sort of chip in on here is that, and Simon Jordan's been talking about this for a long time, is that the Premier League have been selling themselves short for a long time. There is absolutely no reason, and for someone who's got a background in technology, why they couldn't create their own version of Netflix. Yeah. Make the clubs a hell of a lot more money, but they're just too lazy. Same as UEFA, they'd just rather sell it off and make the money and cream it. But I think another thing that's happened here with the greed and all this is that 
the, the owners of these football clubs have realised that they could probably run the Premier League and the Champions well, League a lot better Sam, than the ones who are doing it. Sam, <laughs> Ross has just put in our group here, Man United share price rises by 180 million after the European Super League announcements. <laughs> Boom, yes. there you go. Absolutely yeah. nailed it. Uh, right, well, listen, we've had tons and tons of super chats. I don't want to ignore the guys who've obviously got, got the messages into us. We'll read through as many of them, as, well, all of them, because we had a few from this morning, which I missed out on. Um, Connor S uh, said, disgusted after 30 years of support, will not spend another dollar at the club. People's club, my arse. We wanted to pretend we were different. That's, that's the, thing. the thing that hurts. They've sold us. Everyone who watches Liverpool Football Club, they've used us to sell themselves and further themselves, which is fine when we're complicit in it, when we when we think we're getting something back, but we're not this time. Yeah. You're doing something that we can't support at all. Yeah. Like, like th- that's it. This means more bullshit. Yeah, it means more money. Um, yeah, that's it. You're dead right on that. Like, um, Isaac Considine, uh, petition to stop the Super League. I don't normally petitions, but in this case, all I can think of doing. Uh, so thanks for that. Isaac Lewis Merritt, FSG out, ripping the heart out of our club. Um, Jordy T says, fair play for not wearing the jersey, lads. Pl- uh, players need to make a stance tonight in some way. They're fans, just like us. Fascinating. Fascinating. I want to talk to everyone a little bit about that uh, toward the end of the show, but yeah, we'll come We'll come on to what happens around the match tonight. Um, uh, Kisson Dreff sent five Canadian dollars. Thank you. Gareth Baird says, RIP football. Players should wear black armbands. Adam says, uh, never have so many rival fan bases been so united. A uh, statement in itself. We aren't I mean, just fighting the- to save our clubs. We're fighting to save the game we love go on that the thing thing about a lot of this is you even if this all works out and, and bait something like uh, the super league takes over and it just becomes the champions league you know and it works always as, exactly the same as they wanted to except maybe UEFA get a bit of a backhander for it the fans are never ever gonna trust the ownership ever again are they mm-hmm. you know there's always been an fsg app which was always in my mind nonsense They've been good for the club, you know. They they they've done what we wanted, which was get us back to the top of the the, the table with good players. But you know, I can't see anyone trusting them with anything again. No. Absolutely not. No, that's exactly right. Um... Uh, Mr. Dreff back again says, I've removed Liverpool's official pages from all social media. I see this is the most immediate action we can take to show the club our disapproval. Uh, actually, I want to point out to the, the, the Spying Cop 1906 lads and the other, the other people who organised the flags on the cop, we've asked uh, the club to remove them. Yeah, and that, that's the. It's sad, isn't it? It's almost a shame that it's an away game tonight, Chris, because there's very little we can do at this point. There'll be a protest, I'm sure, outside Anfield tonight. And yeah, that's a small action. I know Leeds fans are going to be doing the same outside Ellen Road as well, which is brilliant. Fully get our support there. Um, but yeah, it, it's going to be. That's a mad thing. It, you know, this is. This, we already had this conversation. Yeah, Liverpool playing a game of football tonight. Are they? Who cares? What does, what's it for? Exactly. Is it for top four? What again? The Champions League? Well, who's asked? What a crap. Like, this is the thing I was saying to you before. Like, if Liverpool are out of the title, let's say we can play in the European Super League anyway, right? And we get to keep our domestic league. If we're not in with a shot of winning the Premier League, don't be surprised to see our kids every Premier League game and all of our eggs going in the European Super League basket. The Premier League will just become the Capital One Cup unless we're in with a shot of winning it, in which case you might keep playing. But if you've got a semi-final against Real Madrid and a midweek game where you're looking to finish sixth or seventh, who's asked if you play the kids yeah. when you when it comes to semi-final stage of the European Super League knockout competition well, the, for the sack race? The simple fact is, and because and, and, I'm not sure that's the case, but the, the, the domestic cups, are, the, the domestic 
Leicester Cubs died today anyway. You know what I mean? We'll never see the top teams playing, putting senior teams out in the FA Cup, regardless of whether they go with the Super League or not, because there's just no time for squads to do that. It'll be, and Liverpool have been playing like this for us under Jurgen Klopp, by the way. We only care about the Premier League and the European Cup, and if we ever in the Europa League, that, you know, that that'll be that, but that will be the reality. And this is the problem with this for me. Um, it's the conceit ends, the, the conceit dies now, and the conceit of football is that anyone can win. So you can come in, you can start a grassroots football team and you can get promoted through the pyramid and then you can win the league, the, the top league and you can win the European Cup. Well, that ends with this today because that's not going to be that's not going to be the case anymore. And for and my, 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 my point on this, Dad, from Liverpool's perspective, this is it's outrageous for us. Um, but like, let's say you're Barcelona or Real Madrid. They, and I made the point, they haven't not been in the Champions League since the mid-90s when there was only one team and then qualified anyway that year and Atletico did it. Yeah. They, for them, there's no difference. They don't give a shit because yeah, they're in it anyway. Like, it's a lie. Yeah. It's a lie, isn't it? That, and that proves it. You yeah. know, it is an absolute lie. Um, it, it's quite ridiculous. And you look at it, the super teams are going to be in this thing. Arsenal have never won the, the Champions League. Yeah. City have never won the Champions League. But yeah. we've got Nottingham Forest and Aston Villa. You know, who've won the, you know, um, the, the, there's loads of teams around Europe who won't get a, a look in at this, who've yeah. won the Champions League more times than yeah. some of these so called super teams. Yeah. It's, it's just a nonsense. It's just an excuse yeah. to make more money and it's just dressed up as something it's not. Yeah, and that this is the thing, isn't it? It's and that's the thing that gets me because again, Barcelona, again, Barcelona don't give a shit because, as I say, for them, it's just a, it's just a European competition that they're already they're doing every season, except they're going to get more money for it. Same goes for Real Madrid. Lot, I mean, it's not true. Juventus have had a couple of times. Obviously, they got relegated, didn't they, because of match fixing and all that kind of stuff. So they've had their issues. But the top the top table teams it will make no odds to them particularly the Spanish clubs, they're the most obvious examples of this. It's made, it's, it's obfuscated in the in the Premier League by how many teams that are fighting for top four. The fact that Liverpool literally aren't in the top four in the Premier League right now is laughable. The idea that we think we should be, we are, uh, you know, we should automatically be allowed to, to qualify for its equivalent is a bit fucking weird. And to be dad's point, the fact that, you know, what is the, what was the time period? It's just luck. It's pot luck. That like, because if you took it back 20 years... City and Chelsea just wouldn't have been in the conversation for this. Timing's everything, isn't it? Space! Super bank balances is why they're they're, they're super teams and no other reason. Yeah. And pulling power and all that type of stuff. And it's an absolute disgrace. And, you know, competition is at the heart of everything that we want as fans. Like, and I can't, I can't get behind something where there's no competition. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. A Liverpool even going to ever win it, by the way. And Liverpool even going to win it. But the the idea is yeah. though, isn't it, that there's like they've got their own FFP system. I mean, I don't know if this is true or not, yeah. but I'm sure it's said they they basically so you know, your Man Cities and PSGs can't take the money and add more to it. The idea is there's your money plus yeah. your sponsor, whatever, you spend it. So I suppose from a comp- competitive point of view, you should really have twenty teams, you can all win it, like theoretically. Yeah. So I suppose well, this that is... adds more to it, but 
this is the attempt to stop Man City, isn't it? That's what that will be. Yeah. That'll be the conversation as well. That will be a, a doubtless been Liverpool and United and Barcelona and yeah. Real, and then it'll have been going. Well, how do we? You know, what do we do? Well, we can because we control the powers. We get to say. What what you can, they they're setting the spending caps on that so that's how and and again they're looking at the challenge their challenge is how do you rein it how do you beat Manchester City without being perfect because we've seen what happens this season if you have a, a, something that upsets the apple cart then that's it and that might be Liverpool done if you know if it carried on as normal for the next few years that might, we might not be able to get back to the top of the summit because we've stumbled but we're not financially able to step up to it again there's loads of consideration there's more to come on it all but. You, is your, is your computer downloading anything or anything at the moment? Because uh, everyone in the thing saying it's absolutely gone, it's lagging and all that type oh, of stuff. Uh, uh, apologies. It's all right now. No, no, is, is the stream okay now? So I'm just checking next door. Aren't doing anything. Um, yeah. So we've got some more super chats which we'll go through. Um, Roy Jenks uh, said, "You wait for a corrupt Premier League and money grabbers. Clubs want more cash now too." Um, Daddy Mates is right. Let's seize the moment. Get fans a seat at the table. Wellity Wells says, "I lost my love for the club today. They don't care about us, so why should we care about them? Ordinary fellas like us, kick to the curb. Absolutely, mate." Spurge eighty three. Sky helped the Premier League break away. They wanted to buy Man United, and they fill the coffers of the big clubs. Again, this is the irony of all this: is like Sky were behind the creation of the Premier League, and now. That they're not clearly not in the room when this conversation was happening means they are now back. It's like you know what that it reminds me a bit of. It's how how when the sun shifted support from Labour back to the Conservatives, and all of a sudden the Conservatives get all the best press off the off the back of things. It's got a little bit. Of, it's got has got a little bit of those kind of vibes to it with Sky, you know, throwing their throwing their weight behind whatever best suits them. Yeah, I mean, I think the Sun have always supported the Tories, whether they, they were Tony Blair or yeah. anyone else in the Conservative <laughs> Party. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, people, the shenanigans all the time when it comes to money, and that that's just a fact. You know, it, it's capitalism, sadly. Yeah, we're stuck yeah. with something that's inevitably going to lead to people being shafted left, right and centre. And I'm no, 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 I'm not going to shed any tears for Sky. You know, uh, it's you know, it's they, they've they've used the same tactics themselves. So, you know, now they're they're having to face it, and they'll yeah. face the same problem when they come to buy the television rights because there are bigger players on the in the market now than there were when they took over the Premiership. Yeah, you know, and and there's more more people want to get in on the act. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Alvin Naidu saying totally against this, but FIFA and UEFA can't take the high ground here. They allowed super rich owners to come in and make this about money. Very hard for them to take the high ground here. Yeah, Sam's made that point quite well already. Uh, Andrew Morrison to say today, amidst all the backlash that players will be rested for the new league, shows the level of arrogance at the top. Dangerous amount of power. Scott Hawks, once again, as always, of course, thanks to Scott Hawks. Uh, we're watching Godzilla, UEFA Premier League, Sky FA and King Kong billionaire owners fight over over the city that we all live in. They give no shits about who gets stepped on. This has been coming for years, but it's still gut-wrenching. Yeah, that, that, that's it, isn't it? You know, again, I said this before when I was doing this this morning, Chris, nobody wins, but, who, but fans definitely lose. Yeah, because, look, for, for the we've all known this is happening. We've all, as I said earlier, we've all been complicit in, in, in where we are today by the decisions that we've made as fans, all of us together, every single one up and down the country. But there's no plausible deniability anymore. You just don't have that. This is it. 
And you, if you are going to continue to be a fan and to continue to put your money into the football club, you are agreeing with this. And the problem I've got as a, as a lifelong supporter uh, of this club is that this club doesn't represent me anymore. Mm. And it can't represent who I am anymore because they don't. Their actions speak louder than words. And they know the fact that we saw nothing from them today spoke a thousand words in and of itself, didn't it? Mm. But... There can be no misunderstanding. If you continue to go the game, you agree, full stop. And they will do everything to trample you at every point because you will not stop and you will not stand up to them. And you have agreed to their power. And I don't agree to their power. And there is a line in the sand that I am so close to, so, so close as a football fan. Yeah. And I, I, and that, that, I feel, I'm mourning the loss of something that I've loved for years. Yeah. Um, it's smooth, says, uh, can Premier League and UEFA really afford to hold the best European teams and players out of their competitions? Sad, but teams know they can't stop this. That's going to be the really interesting point in the coming days, of course. Um, Josh, uh, pushing through a Super League during a pandemic whilst no one can protest. Unforgivable act, even if they backtracked. FSG in the bin, don't give in. Uh, Fergus has started by Shanks, ruined by Yanks. Uh, eclectic beard reactions. This is a bad move, community and fan-wise, business-wise. It's like a proper football version of the NFL to concentrate money and talent. Um, welcome aboard, Veronica. Dennison has joined us as a first team as well. Thank you for that. Phil, uh, by the late gaming, says, sorry, join late. But if I were a player at Liverpool, I'd want to play domestic competition and for country, gutted for the players and the fans. I mean, yeah, Sam, it's it's tough. We never really think about the players, do we? You know, because I think we they we feel in a, in a lot of our minds like they're the bubble of being mega rich and playing the sport that we all love is enough to make you resistant to this stuff. But like they've just been told that effectively their job has completely, you know, might completely change. Being told that you're not going to be allowed to play in the at the Euros, not be allowed to play at a World Cup, mm. you know, whatever comes next will come next. You don't know. You don't. Mm. The thing is, until there's a fully laid out plan, there'll be there might, you know, someone might be able to go. Oh, it's okay because you'll get this in return. But I'm sorry, but every young footballer dreams of playing at a World Cup. Now, of course, we're talking about a world where the fucking World Cup's been moved to winter <laughs> in Qatar, an environment completely inhospitable to football and hundreds of people have literally died and are in the concrete of the stadiums that they have built it is the most like fuck it I mean this is where this back, back to in, Brazil by the way it oh, happened in Brazil years ago and no one was asked it's all fucked it's all fucked by the way but the point is just on the football's perspective tell them tell them they can't play in, in, for the international teams anymore it's, it's mad it's mad that there's been no consultation on this do you know what, though, Paul? I couldn't give a fuck about the players. Do you know what players I do give a fuck about? The League Two players, the conference players. I know play. I know lads who play in those divisions who, you know, earn a good hard living, work hard, you know, literally graft to earn the money that they earn, anything from sort of step seven all the way up to League One before it gets silly. And when even the Championship, their whole livelihoods are at risk because of the Premier League, you know, the fallout from what might happen here. They're the players that I feel sorry for. Same way I felt sorry for those clubs during the pandemic the first time round. For me, the players in the Premier League now, you can't sit there with your agents and demand clubs pay you 200 grand a week or 100 grand a week and then have the cheek to moan when they make a format change like this. You can't have your cake to eat it and do it again five minutes later. Because that's what's wrong with the football players. As far as I'm concerned, the football players are going to say nothing. If they start mouthing off about this, then they better start giving the fans some money back when they've let us down on the pitch how many times over the years and all those lower clubs. No, but think about it. All this, when it took plenty and gets relegated, you don't see players giving money back. Oh, sorry, fans, we let you down here. Here's yeah. your money back. No, you don't. So they need to keep the mouths closed and let everyone else fight it out because they rob, they're, they're, the, they're at the heart of the, the financial problem as it is as well. So like I said, for me, 
I'm, I'm more annoyed about what's going to happen to the, the bottom of the pyramid. You know, what's going to happen to my Saturday league team that I used to play for that I go and watch? Are they even going to get any money for for, for um, any grassroots football anymore? Because that's another issue. Where's all that money gone that's been highlighted the last couple of days? It's an absolute mess. Yeah. But let's just hope that it's a big ploy and that it just sorts itself out, please. Yeah. I can't see it, but we'll see. Um, Gareth Baird asks, anyone know any sports I could follow now? I mean, like the, 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 the IPL was on the telly before between the news updates. I don't mind cricket, but I can't. Nah, um, there, there are other. That axe throwing world championship was pretty riveting at two o'clock <laughs> the other morning. Like park it's, some, it's something else that you know. Yeah. Like you get proper into it, and they're all like, <laughs> yeah, they've all got their own techniques and stuff. And I tell you what, it's proper good. Like basketball's quite similar. That to cheese rolling's good as well. You seen that cheese rolling? Yeah, <laughs> mad that. Like. What about that one where all loads of students run down a big hill? Yeah, we're that following that the cheese. That, yeah, that, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Broken yeah. legs and arms oh, and all yeah, kinds yeah, of stuff. Definitely. Um, Craig Tebbs has vicious cycle now. Uh, you either join or you're left behind in terms of finances, transfers, and the right sad state of affairs, but no club will say no. And that's that. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. You know, Bar- Barcelona, because I get the conceit, the conceit. The big clubs in Europe go, we're going. Are you coming? Because would you want to be with, we're going to get you loads more money. And if you don't, here's what's left. You, you know, the, and again, this comes down to it about this this notion of I they honestly believe that they get to go out of the European Super League and keep all the league, keep all the domestic stuff as well. And and from that perspective, again, I understand why they want that. I do. I completely understand why they want it because again, this is the world we've created where it's all about money and, and rising wage bills and and the cost of success and all that kind of stuff. But like, I I. I Oh, it's just fucking whatever. It's just fucking. It's just. I just do. No, but I said for years there needs to be a split, and you've got the beautiful game and the people's game for the two weeks ago on the podcast. And what? And but I always sort of envisage Liverpool probably being in this in the beautiful game kind of thing. Well, this is it. We're being told what this is what it is now, and I think uh, I think in hindsight, if you told uh, if you told me, well, Liverpool squad or leave, but you get to keep the ground, the badge, all the IP or whatever. But you know you get, but you have to, and you start in the fucking, you just, but you're just in the, the domestic leagues and domestic cups, and in a, in a, what will it be the equivalent of the Europa League, forever? Yeah, probably. But that'd be hard. That'd be a hard watch if all these other clubs are there and it is the big shiny because I sat, I've been sat jealously for years while teams have been in the Champions League and we've not been in there. My thing is, what, what am I like? It's made me look at what what I support. Because I always supported the club, of course, because my dad supports it and, you know, I've, I've grown up with it and all that type of stuff. But I supported what it stood for as well. And what it stood for to me was, you know, Shanklin's Liverpool and that socialist side of it that I mentioned earlier on. And, you know, we get further and further away from that. So why do I support Liverpool if they're not the, t- if they're not the club that I love? Like... I could just I could literally just support anybody. I could just decide to support anybody, but I can't because mm-hmm. it, you, you can't you can't do that. Yeah. But if you're not the club that I chose to support, that I've been following, that I've been supporting my entire life, what are you to me? Yeah. Well, it raises the big question. Well, it doesn't like, matter do what badges on the front. Yeah. Why do we support them? Well, they changed the badge, haven't they? Just mad. But why do we support the teams that we support them? Because I just like footy, and I, and I, and I, and I, I've. Fell in love with Liverpool, and obviously it was handed down to me, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But I, this is why my point. I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. I, I, I know now it feels catastrophic, but then again, I sat through Brexit, which felt like a catastrophic thing. I want to be able to go to Europe. I like being European, you know, as much as that, more than I like being just English. I like being from a, 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 a European town. 
So uh, that the heartbreak around that is what what gets me and what I don't want more than anything else. But I don't know that I wouldn't just watch. Given the choice, are we all going to support AFC Liverpool now? Are we all going to support City or Liverpool now? Lots will, but would I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I support. I don't know whether it's the team of the West because I certainly don't have the same feeling towards the Liverpool women's team or the under twenty threes or the under eighteens. They're all Liverpool teams, but I don't care about those teams particularly. You know, this I don't care whether they win, lose, or draw, other than in a past. Doesn't ruin your weekend. No, exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't have any emotional resonance with me particularly because I don't support. See, that I'm, team. I'm, I'm the opposite of that. Every Liverpool team I feel for, I want them to win. If if they're on television and I'm not doing anything else, I'll watch them. Mm-hmm. And I want them to win football matches because I love the club and I've grown up to love the club. I've spent my whole life supporting Liverpool Football Club. And, you know, for me, not supporting Liverpool Club just doesn't ring right. I mean, it's my club. It's not someone else's. Yeah, It's been stolen away, but it doesn't mean it's not my club. Yeah. And I, if I give up the ghost and say, you can mm-hmm. have it, I'm not going to go anywhere near it again, that would just... You know, make my whole life a lie. Yeah. So yeah. I've got this, to hang this... in there in the hope that one day it'll break for us, and and that's why the fans need to. I keep like a broken record, but the fans need to get some power. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think they know that as well. Time. I think they know that as well, John. Let, let's let's be real here. Without fans, there is nothing to sell. And we have got a huge fan base that all share similar kind of, you know, attributes, shall we call it. We're, we're, all, we're all passionate. We're all loyal. We all see ourselves. We look after each other. We, you know, I think that they all know this. They're not stupid. These are very, very, very intelligent men and women between them. They've got a lot of experience of ups and downs of football. So I think... I don't think what we're seeing on the TV now is the be-all, end-all of it. I think there's so many more deeper roots to this. There's so many outcomes and that, that are going to open themselves up to us. So John's absolutely spot on. We don't give up the club. We don't let them fight. But, but I don't think we're going to have to. I think yeah. this is all about whatever the bigger picture is. We'll see, won't we? I guess uh, Gary Clark says, all right, lads, I'm an Arsenal fan. I feel as disgusted by this as much as all of you Liverpool fans do. The game is gone, and even if they back out and decide not to do it, the trust has gone. Absolutely spot on, Gary. Uh, Extreme Gumba says, honestly, don't feel like watching the game tonight. Yeah, 100%. Um, Sean Dolan, the 96 turning in their graves. Nick Govindan, American owners, and Perez very serious about this. Don't understand that. Uh, Ashley Frith, FSG, don't speak for me. This is disgusting. Uh, S... GD saying, does anyone think about what if this ESL got through and Liverpool didn't get in and all the money goes to these clubs that got in? And I, I think this is how we've gotten to this situation. And look, I don't want to try to put an innocence on Liverpool, which doesn't exist, Chris, but that's why they're in the conversation. And that's why they're in this gang is because because of that, of that, is what if the Premier League allowed them to have this competition and Liverpool went, oh no, we don't want to be in this competition. All of a sudden, you, you already can't compete financially with Manchester City and Man United. Ooh, what, what if what, Man City and Man United have why, already trebled why, the revenue? Why are Bayern saying they don't want to be in it? Well, Bayern don't need to be in it, Dad. Exactly. Yeah. No one needs to be in it. Yeah, but Bayern, I mean, Bayern, don't, Bayern don't need to be in it because no one's going to topple Bayern regardless of what happens. You know, Bayern, you know, What's the point of the club here, by the way? Is the point of the club to win trophies or earn more money? Because if it's to win trophies, we've got to fucking hope in hell. 
of competing in the European Super League against Real Madrid and Barcelona when you're guaranteed there every year because everyone's just going to go to Real Madrid and Barcelona. We've seen it fucking years anyway. Yeah. Mm. We've seen it fucking years. And now they've got all the money in the world. They're going to have 50-man squads and all this type of stuff. What, what's the difference? Like, what, what are Tot- Tottenham have got no chance of winning the European Super League. No chance. Liverpool have actually got a fair chance, yeah, to be Liverpool fair. Liverpool are because currently of our second, the Bucky's second favourites to win the, uh, the new... The, the, the yeah, ESL Liverpool... Liverpool, I'm, being, I'm being over dramatic here. Liverpool yeah. got a chance. Tottenham haven't got a chance. Schalke haven't got a chance. Yeah. Not got a chance. Not yeah. a hope in hell. There's no always going to be a bottom there. team and a top team in yeah. that regard. But this is the point about it. And this is why. This is why it's like it is a. This is a. Two wrongs don't make a right, right, though. No, but it's a fucking mess, is what I'm saying. Is that because we say, right, so we say, right, Liverpool needs to take a stand against this and say that we we don't want to be involved. And we we Liverpool pull out, and then then let's just say, on hypothetics, the Premier League go, actually, you know what, we'll we'll take a compromise. You can play, this this European Super League can exist, but Liverpool have pulled out of it. So Liverpool are just in the European Cup, which now doesn't have the money coming into it the same way it does. And now all of a sudden, we're never going to win the league again. That's That's game over for winning the Premier League because Man City... Man United, Chelsea, Tottenham are all going to be in this year. That's what I'm telling you. I've said it all the way through. Morals cost. Yeah. So what? So what are we saying? So Liverpool don't win the fucking league again, but at least I've got a fucking club that I fucking back and believe in. Yeah. Sorry, like that for me. That for me is more important than a fucking trophy that I never get to touch. Yeah. Yeah. Devil's advocate for you, Chris. All those magical nights that we've had in football haven't been at home to Wigan and Bolton in the Premier League. They've been in magical semi-finals and finals. Yeah. So if we want them again, <laughs> you've got to sell your soul. Where you? something's you've on the line, to... something's on yeah, the line every something's... time. There's nothing yeah, that, on the that, line in a closed shot. That's it. There's nothing on the line in a closed shot. But once you're in, you're in. But yeah, you've got a chance still to still get in. You've still got a chance to get in yeah. there as one of the five and win it. Yeah. If you're good enough, yeah, you'll do we're, it. We're, but you don't get the chance all, because you're entering a closed shop. It's competition we're all com- that's we're false. All We'll be in there and we'll get to the quarterfinals and the semi-finals and we'll mm. all be as mad to win it as we were anything. Yeah. We'll yeah. still see it as a trophy and we'll still see it's worth... worth just as a point, just as a slight side point on this, we don't qualify for the FA Cup. True. We don't qualify for the League Cup, but we're in it every season. As with every other team in the land. Not true. There's qualifying rounds to get into the FA Cup. You know, down, down, down the line. Just, to, I, I, just as a, just a side note on this, we're but automatically in entered into the third, in the into the third round. We all are, aren't we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so everyone in the oh, football yeah, yeah. league. Yeah. The I'm f- just making four divisions are. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making a point that, that, that in terms of like once you're in a competition, you're in a competition. To me, that's point. Once you're in it and you're in the competitive side of it, that's. The competition yeah, no, will be what the competition I, 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 is. It's very easy to sit and ask the question of how would you feel if Liverpool won the trophy, right? And they won the Europe. I feel fucking great because I'm a Liverpool fan. Of course I would. Yeah. And I'm a fucking hypocrite. Like yeah. you're a hypocrite and everyone sat here watching is a hypocrite when it comes to our football club. We just are. Yeah. We're part of the problem and we yeah. can't unpick ourselves from it. But don't tell me that starting a sport that's not competitive between loads of things for just money is a good thing to be a part of. Is the NFL is not competitive? competitive? Well, they try to make it competitive. Whether they do or they don't, it's not for me to decide. But if you finish top, you get the last pick in the draft. 
So the worst team gets the first pick of the new players. Just to play, just to play devil's advocate, and, and all the money is shared between equally between them. But you've chosen to support a sport. You chose to support a sport that has no competitive element. I did have it. a choice there. Yeah. Yeah. I chose. Yeah. I'm not yeah, getting to choose. Okay. No, no, I'm just, I'm just making, I'm just making yeah, the point. No, here, yeah. and the point's right, and yeah. I stand by it. Yeah. I chose to support that. Yeah. That was my decision yeah. Yeah. after watching it for years without picking a side. By yeah. the way, and then I chose what I was going to do. I haven't they chose this. <laughs> I haven't chose yeah. this shit. Yeah. No one got asked about this shit. Yeah. We're force fed it and spoon fed it. Yeah. Do, do you think we would choose it if we had a chance? Do you think clubs around Europe, because if you look at it this way, Bayern have won the last five leagues, so have PSG, so have Juve, City will have won four out of five, I think, or three out of five if they win it this year. Barcelona and Real Madrid have won every bloody <laughs> league forever. Do you think, is this needed to improve? Maybe not in this format, but is this kind of competition needed? a better version of the Champions League to improve elite football? Because let's be honest, the Champions League group stages are a waste of time. Is well, this the, needed to an extent? Well, look, I don't know. Look, look this is needed. If, if, you want to, if you want to stop Man City and and PSG and obviously not in it but you know like let's say Man City mm. running away with it for Liverpool to catch on to Man City's coattails they need to find some way to hobble Man City and catch up with them fine and you know and try to catch up with them financially which is what that what you know those new set of financial rules would exist but you're right look it's it's a it's important to Chris's point it's impossible to know what we'd all really want or not because and as I said the, the message needs to be simplified on this because right now I don't care what, there's no, I'm not, the, the, all the options are shit, but the most unforgivable option is a world where we're not playing in the Premier League anymore. Yeah. Like yeah. that's, uh, like that, that is, that is a, a almost criminal act to, to, to be able to, to steal that away from us. Go on, Dad. Yeah, I, I wonder, going back to the other point, I mean, City were one of the last to join up, apparently. And I can see them thinking that if all these other teams are suddenly going to get mega millions, if they get 300 million just for turning up, yeah. You know, if they all get mega, there's a point to where our money becomes irrelevant because you can't yeah. buy better players than the best players. Yeah. And, it, you know, suddenly City's advantage is gone. So that's yeah. why I think they were reluctant. And that's why I think the other the other clubs... Think, but they're yeah, signed up, Dad. The Dad, they're signed up to it because for the same reason that Liverpool are up to it and all the other clubs are on to, up on to it, apart from Spurs, have just done it as a fucking pure chance. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> made up to be invited, by the way. Like you mean, yeah. they've got a stadium mate, in your London. Fucking hands off. No, they your they need the money off. to pay off Mourinho. But Man City are in the same boat. <laughs> is that because because if that goes ahead without them, they go no thanks, not for us. All of a sudden, all the billions they've poured into it, the value fucking value of their football club halves mm. because they're not. There's no value left in the Premier League without the other clubs, and there's no value left in the in the. Everyone's everyone's sucked into this horrendous fucking vortex. And no, it's like if you're gonna dance with the devil, then you have you best wait for the song to finish. Mm. You know, like that's where we're at right now. And I don't know where we get off this. I don't. I don't know where we, we step off. Mm. Sorry, we've got tons of super chats here. I'm trying my best to get through them. Um, Let's see. Uh, Alberti, Albertino, sorry. Uh, do you guys think Klopp will walk? What about the players, especially if they're banned? Yeah, Klopp's reaction to this tonight, Chris, is going to be... I, I'm terrified. I'm terrified. Yeah, I'm terrified. Yeah, I'm right I, Well, I'd be surprised if he made any comments, to be honest. Yeah. And that says day. enough, doesn't it, John? Yeah. We, know what he, yeah. we know what he thinks if he says nothing. And that's yeah. that's a worry, isn't it? Because I think... I think he's he, most likely to say, I'm, I'm not going to comment at this stage and that. Yeah. yeah. I think Jürgen's got morals well. like a football fan. And Jürgen's... Uh, well, I mean, there is that quote going around from a couple of years ago. I don't know how true that was that he no said. No one wants to play around. Madrid, to play in Real Madrid every week. Yeah. 
No, I, I'm terrified for it, genuinely. Um, Harry Evans says soon games will be played in USA, China, etc. And to be fair, just on this, on the flip of this, the Premier League were promote, propo- proposing the 39th game. It's not, this is the Super League is not the ones proposing this. This is, the, what you've got, by the way, is uh, the Premier League trying to play games on foreign soil. You've then got uh, FIFA now trying to get a Club World Cup that happens at the end of every season. Mm. A 2014 tournament. This has been completely forgotten about, by the way. FIFA, you've got the moral high ground. UEFA are trying to expand the Champions League by 100 games and FIFA won a World Club Cup at the end of every single season and we're going these Super League cunts are fucking ruining football like like I'm not saying they're not but like this is it's all, like, they're all, they're all after money the over- all, they're all after just money more no. money more money more money and that's what happens that's nothing what solves I, I, the I problem think of one of the problems games. is that it was such a surprise for everyone yeah. Yeah. everyone knows what FIFA are planning UEFA are planning Although we've heard about the Super League, to, to suddenly find it's a fait accompli and that everyone has signed up to it, that's a shock. Yeah. That's a yeah. real shock. That's the betrayal of it, isn't I, it? I, I had someone ask me before, they were like, how do you feel? Because obviously as an NFL fan, you go and watch the NFL in England. And I'll tell, tell you right, quite honestly, I didn't give a shit. Didn't give a shit. Didn't give a shit. Why would I? Because it means the NFL's here and I don't have to spend £5,000 going over to Minnesota yeah. to watch a game. Yeah. And I got to watch them here in England and it was great. Okay, and I, and I'm telling you, I'm a fucking hypocrite yeah, absolutely. because my yeah. morals seem to, don't seem to matter when it comes to American sports. Yeah. And I could see people whinging about it in America that the game was being taken, but it's about the growth, it's about the brand, it's about this. Mm. It's not. It's about money. It's yeah. all about money. It's. Um, I agree. So Shane Martin points out actually that there's the other 14 clubs are meeting tomorrow. Brian Swanson from Sky Sports, a Premier League to host meeting with 14 clubs tomorrow morning. Clubs involved in proposed European Super League are not included. Meeting chair. <laughs> by Richard Masters online Jesus Christ and this is the problem because we had this with the null and void stuff we had this when the Super League stuff came out originally but I, I think La Liga La Liga will bottle <coughs> it because all their money comes from Barcelona and Real Madrid and, and obviously then and Atletico completely they'll bottle it I think Serie A will bottle it because Serie A is the most corrupt league in the world <laughs> they literally overlooked <laughs> they literally overlooked match fixing to allow AC Milan AC to Milan, play yeah. in the Champions us, League and then beat us in the Champions League final that season and no one talks about that so it's said that I will bottle it because it's all money if they get paid enough money they'll do whatever whatever I, I think this is the this is what scares me is fucking the Premier League and little old England will all be that sat around it's just the five subs thing by the way every, every major league in Europe has five substitutes apart from England because because they didn't want to give Sheffield United didn't want to give an advantage to Liverpool. That's relegated Sheffield United didn't want to give a fucking advantage to someone else. Well, fuck you. This is what would and I'm, I'm terrified that the Premier League will cut off its nose despite the face because the other 14 clubs will go. We'll do what all the fans would do. We go. Ah, fuck! I'm telling to sling the rock. Not like we're going to end up. We're going to end up fucked. We're going to end up out of domestic nah, competition because Paul, the other 14 will bottle it. Th- them 14 businessmen will also be fully aware that they yeah. mean nothing without us. So it, it's a, such an odd one because... Well, Steve Paris, sorry, Sam, was on Radio 5 Live before and I, and he was actually quite level-headed on it and he was kind of saying, like, he's had good conversations with him. He's saying these are not, like, demonic owners, you know, the, of these of these six football clubs. And he's like, I understand what they... I understand their thing. Because let's be honest, I know it's, it's easy for them to say... Oh, but like you know, if you told Crystal Palace that they were going to get this, they'd be they'd be fucking made up, and they would you know maybe they'd go and model thing. Oh well, you know whatever. But again, it goes back to the Tottenham argument. Tottenham Hotspur 
are not the six biggest football club in Mate, the Premier League. I'm saying every director in the Premier League would say yes to this because they have got they their responsibility is to their <clears> shareholders, <throat> not their fans. Yep. That's why every single one wants to be asked. Every single director would say yes. Every single club would end up in it, mm-hmm. regardless of what their fans. Great That's point. why fans need to be directors. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. Well, sorry, yeah, yeah. We, we got a super chat from Andy Mack. I think it's a brilliant point. Uh, what gives any team the fucking right to do this? Red Star, Belgrade have more European history than Spurs, Arsenal, and City combined. Absolute shambles. And that's that's one of the most upsetting parts for me of this is that you're right. It, it Didn't they win it in the nineties? Yeah, was it like ninety one or something? Ninety one, ninety two or something. Uh, but yeah. the point is, well, we've been there. Mad fan base, love it, love football, love the sport. I, the video I did on that, I still get Red Star Belgrade fans commenting on that two two years later, or three years later, whatever it was. Like, but again, this is the point. We, everyone's going up, focused on these on these football clubs, and the dad's point. There's so many of these teams all around Europe who no one's even talking about. Galatasaray and Fenerbahce and and Red Star Ajax. Belgrade and Ajax. Ajax, Jesus Christ, Celtic. Celtic Rangers. You know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah, it's it's mad, absolutely mad. Right, we carry on. Um, uh, uh, Jahan Sonny says, "Is it the worst idea if the FA Cup and Prem continues as is? We have a hundred million fans around the world. Maybe they just want more access to more fans." Uh, I don't quite get what he's saying on that unless someone grabs that one um, Zachariah Tollison as an American Liverpool fan I'm deeply saddened and upset we didn't ask for this I would like to apologise for what these terrible owners are doing to the game they don't represent us um, oh just an interesting note actually we got sent to us Carl Hans Rummenegger from um, Bayern Munich said F- FC Bayern did not participate in the planning of a Super League we are convinced that the current Champions League in football guarantees a reliable basis that's interesting um, uh, and Co says unregulated player salaries apart of the big problem with KDB's new contract 400k per week is what makes unsustainable economic model for most of these teams well it's a, it's an, it's a perpetual arms race it's why nuclear warheads exist Chris it's why we've got to have stockpiles upon stockpiles of nuclear warheads because you've got them therefore I've got to have them and that's what all footy is it's been this for it's been this since the Premier League yeah, we wouldn't need to make 500 million pound a year if we weren't paying 300,000 pound a week wages mm-hmm. we just wouldn't so what what was what was wrong with the cost cap like you know what I mean what like genuinely what was wrong with that the maximum amount you can pay somebody is 50,000 pounds a week yeah what, what's wrong with that how much you need to make then yeah. do you know what I mean but it's the, there's too many mouths to feed. That's the problem with footy, is that you've got agents and you've got sponsors. You wouldn't have them all if there was men. a cost cap. No, exactly. <coughs> but this is my point. Is yeah. that they, but they'll never have it, is what I'm saying, is because there's too many mouths to feed. For every 250 grand a week thing, you've got X goes to tax, you've got X is going to your, 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 a variety of different contributions along the way. You've got your agent fees, you've got your you've got your PR manager, you've got your At this least, least De Bruyne did his without his agent, didn't he? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. So the Paul Scholes was always mm-hmm. the good, good example for that one. Um, Anzu Henry says two of the top six are in Champions League spots yeah. um, Hamza 1996 uh, lost love football this year has been so crap and football was the only hope for many yeah, that's a good point Hamza uh, Dominic Quirante uh, if you're trying to be the best you've got to beat the best all the matches in the Super League is great teams playing against the best Barcelona Man United one match then the next match is the Pool versus Juventus superstars sell I mean and that's the point I mean, let's, let's be honest we, we're all quite I think we're all quite set the, the shades to what we're talking we're all standing on this one but we're not really talking about you know what it would be and let's just let's just take it all let's take all of the models aside you know there's a there's a point to be made that the, the Europa League what do we think of the Europa League it's gosh. shit until semi-finals 
We always say every year we say it's shit until the semi-finals, and what happens in the semi-finals? It's normally four pretty big clubs. Yeah, left four in Champions League. League clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, Champions yeah. League, and the Champions League is saying group stages, big crap. But when you get to the round of 16, it tends to start getting better and so on and so forth. So, I, again, the logic... Because the, the, there's something on the line with these that ties, as well as be, the being yeah. big clubs. Yeah. You know, you're losing, you're out. <laughs> and you might not get... You don't know if you're going to get back in again. Yeah. So you've got to take advantage of it where, when you're there. It becomes a little bit different when you're there every year it's as the, well. But yeah, the, I'm yeah. not saying that the competition elements side of things... Once you're in the competition. Once you're in the competition, which isn't really a competition anymore, the games will still be decent. Yeah. But it's whether the fans will, will buy it's, into they've it. Been, they've been trying this for fucking years. The fact that the third-place team in the group goes into the Europa League. Like, the fact that it never used to... So, the, it used to be... Yeah. We talked about this the other week. The top, the top first-place teams in the group used to qualify, then only half of the second place automatically went yeah. through. And then they've added more. And then they've added that safety net of the Europa League underneath it to make sure... Now they've got the fucking Conference League underneath that. Just to make sure that nobody <coughs> who they want... In, on, UEFA wants on telly and that they get their percentage of slips through the cracks. And the idea that the new model of, you know, if you fall out of the top four, then you might, on your uh, historic coefficient, jump above. As long as you finish in at least the Europa League or Conference League place, you jump back into the Champions League. Like, it's all, it's all, like, again, this is the point. UEFA's things are, they're not as bad, but they're all... It, you can see where it's like with this one. It's like gone. Can we stop all the fanning around and just do what do what they're trying to do? This is kind of what UEFA are doing, but they're too embarrassed to do. Is that they really just they UEFA just want a competition where it's all these teams in really. Yeah, that's really all they want. But they, they can't do that. So what they've done is they've created a three tier of European competition to let all kinds in to ultimately just make a world where they've got three finals that have probably got half decent teams in and they can make major money and I, they can sell it to com sponsors. Completely agree with that. And I'm not saying that UEFA should be the gatekeepers of European football because I'm not sure they should because they corrupt themselves exactly the same mm. way as FIFA are. You know, so who made them? The fucking powers that be, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm totally for reform. And I, I say... For me, you've got to you've got to decide before you head into a competition what the future's going to look like, and be interested to get your thoughts on this, John. But for me, grassroots football has got to be at the heart of everything that you do for European football because it's about elevating the level of football in this country, and not just that it's a a money making venture, John. It's got to be for kids. It's got to be the future for them, and and what sport can mean to the health of people as well. In in where we are a, a, as a country right now. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that set alarm bells ringing for me was this talk about trickle-down that just came out of this proposal. It will trickle down to the rest of the football world. A load of nonsense. It doesn't work. There's no. Mm. Everyone who's ever said that uh, trickle-down economics, will, everyone will benefit from people getting rich at the top. It's just nonsense. It's just people getting rich at the top. It never comes down below that. And if you don't have... If you don't nurture your football talent, then the game's going to die. At some mm. point along the line, it will just be dead. Yeah. Because where do your stars come from? You know, your stars don't come from, you know, rich boarding schools. You know, they come from working class roots all over the world. You know, it, it's, it's, it's not surprising that there are millions of stories of people playing in the street without shoes on when they mm. were kids. And eventually they're scoring the winning goal in the World Cup final. History's full of that because you need the people at the bottom to provide you with the talent to keep the game at the levels they want. 
um, without them, it'll never be that way. And it, it's not just um, UEFA or even the Super League who are at fault. I mean, the whole of the English game fails to 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 provide the right equipment. The right. I, mean, I remember when Paul was playing as guess not that long ago. There were bloody holes in in the in the penalty area, and kids could break their legs easily. I mean, and it was covered in mud. That was Paul to stop the strikers, wasn't it? Running through, <laughs> he could get out but, there an hour before the game and put holes in his area. <laughs> oh, always they've always been neglected by the powers that be. You might, you know the wealth in the Premier League, and there are people playing on pitches which are just an absolute disgrace. At, 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 you know, I'm talking about local you know matches in. Um, yeah. In parks and and you know like Shankly Fields and places like that, they Shankly Fields and Walkers Field were the absolute they worst. They were more they Springfield Park was pretty bad around yeah. there as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, they you're should right, be adopted by football clubs and, and promoted, but they yeah. don't. Yeah, um, Marley Clark says John for Prime Minister. I'm backing him. You get my vote, John. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, right. Uh, okay. Uh, I as do a, a worse job than the one. There, <laughs> <laughs> as a Considine, difference for me is NFL is American without an ounce of socialism around. Our club is built on socialism, and this isn't football, it's capitalism. Yeah. Uh, Agente Smith, I'm an Italian supporter of FC Inter Milan. Uh, I don't care about an easy access to Super League. I want to fight, win or lose, be happy or cry, but I want to deserve my place in the Champions League absolutely beautifully put there um, <laughs> Ross has just reminded us Ian Holloway Ian Holloway's just said the Super League business is a betrayal to the memory of Prince Philip um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe I've changed my mind on this now um, Michael Ramsey uh, says this is what happens when you British open your doors for those Americans who don't care about football only profit margins um, Andy Max and people in Serbia quite literally will cherish the win against Liverpool for the rest of their lives just robs people that opportunity across Europe uh, absolutely and the same in domestically as well again yeah, you know it's just we won't care eventually we'll just be a memory remember when those clubs were in the were in the were in the English league but I love being able to go up and down the country and play random games and see random footy grounds and stuff and it's certainly a lot easier to do when you can drive somewhere or get on a train than have to book a flight and do all those things you know and, and book time off work and all those kind of things yeah nonsense um, well that's the other thing isn't it Who's, who can afford to fly to Paris one week and Barcelona the next yeah. you know and, and Milan the following week and then yeah. do it again and again and it's just nonsense yeah that, 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 who's going to the... watch but rich people yeah, so it's the same as what the new Champions League is going to be, and that's the that's the, that's the problem, isn't it? Is that both alternatives are just as bad as each other? Mm. One's slightly better than the other in that you qualify for it. Just as a side note, here someone's just told me that you can qualify for the Super League, but only a certain amount of teams are going to be allowed in. Yeah, fine. So the, the founder, the yeah. founder members are, are st- who stuck their neck out are going to be in, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. But five. So where do those five come from, like? Well, that, that's well, the that's point, what they haven't announced. Yeah. Knows. Just while, just yeah, while we, we were, know, while we know we're the, talking. The, John, something um, Lev Lev Eight Ed has said, and I think it's quite interesting because it's what you were talking about. It's a Marco Bielsa quote, and I've just checked that it is real. One of the reasons that football is the most popular sport in the world is how the weak can beat the powerful. I just thought that that's fucking yeah. mad, isn't it? And it's something you know, John 100%. was just saying there, and hundred percent. No, well, that's it. You know, you want to be able to go against the, the the mega powers, and and you know, and come out on top. And the problem is, you'll end up having that. There'll be, you know, we'll redefine what's top and what's what's bottom, yeah. you know, and all that kind of stuff. There'll always be underdogs, and always be the teams on top. But it is, it's it's fucking nonsense. It's just, yeah, it, it is. It's Elitism, isn't it? It's worst. Um, 
devil's delight and playing the big sides every weekend every year loses its glamour it's a redundant idea that's the beauty of the UCL you have to be able to make it to play the best plus how are Spurs in over Leicester yeah no that the guys the point is you know you, you, the, the satisfaction look we were we were geared up tonight for a fight for top four like it's, being in top four is not a thing to celebrate but given you know given the context of the season to get stuck in and with the results that have gone around we should be looking ahead to this game tonight and being like big chance here go and play Leeds go and beat Leeds set a marker down let the other teams have their other FA Cup games and all that and then let's see if they can start chasing us can't wait can't be excited it's gone Completely gone. They've completely set fire to that, to that, to that notion, and the idea of trying to fight for it, you know, not just fighting a com- for a competition we're not going to be in, is, is a fucking nonsense. But like, that's something. Shouldn't be, you know. Maybe, maybe that's a bit pathetic. I don't know. Maybe you know, because maybe the second we moved away from your champions, not being in the Champions League, not being in this top tier competition, maybe you know, maybe we're just cry asses. Like you know, we're being very millennial about this all. When you know, really, you know, back in the day, back in back in the old day, it was all a lot, <laughs> a lot better or whatever. Maybe. We're just being, you know, a, a product of what but Europe meant. Become. Something like Liverpool had to fight to get into Europe. Even recently, like there was so many years where we didn't get into Europe. Do a better job. Get, mm. Focus on your club. Buy better players. Get a better coach. Get a better manager. Whatever. Get into Europe. Something to aspire to. Mm. What? What are the? You just don't do it for a couple of years. For sounds, all right. We'll just sack him and we'll just start again. It's no big project. There's no real big thing for it. There's no reason to really lose your rag with your club they've just tried something it didn't work but we're going to be alright we've still got £350 million a season for the next manager to come in he'll get it right eventually and all that nah it's gone like what yeah. happened to sustainability and driving towards something deserving European football yeah and then again it's and it's made that this whole conversation's made loads harder by the fact that by the fact that the Premier League is what the Premier League is and the money in the Premier League means there's so many more competitive sides if it was a closed shop you know if if, if Abramovich hadn't come in and if Mansoor and obviously before that Chinawatcha hadn't come in at Manchester City, they would be, it would be Liverpool, Man United and Arsenal would be the three big clubs and we'd be a little bit more similar to what you've got in Spain and what you've largely got in Italy and it wouldn't be. But at the moment, the, the, the fact is there's, like, there's at least seven teams, eight Probably more when you think about it. You are actually with a good headwind could conceivably qualify for the Champions League, and that's why it's so inc- everyone's so incredulous about it in this country because it is nonsense. It's absolutely mad. Out. I mean, why the fu- why the fuck do they those clubs not deserve the chance at the, at the, at to be at the top table? It's just yeah, it's so awkward, isn't it? It's so really bad. Um, Craig Tebson, Amazon will clear house for the rights to show it. Spurs and Arsenal in for cannon fodder. Vicious cycle now. Join or be left behind. Liam Tetty says top content gents it's sickening though that we're in this situation and I have to have this discussion about our club in the middle of it all uh, yeah 100% mate not what I want to I want to be gearing up to a footy match which is just a complete waste of time uh, Shashank says so sad international supporters love Liverpool for the fight for the passion for never quitting we never followed Liverpool for the trophies yeah I love that mate Owen Roberts one thing that's different to the start of the Premier League is that we have communities of fans connected by channels like yours we need you as well look you know we're here we're talking about it I don't know what there's not there's only so much we can do but we'll do what we can uh, thanks to Victoria Fletcher for the super chat. Sam Harrison for the same. And Brad says, can we still be allowed back in the European champions if the ESL doesn't go ahead or Liverpool and the other elite teams not allowed back in? I, I, as it stands, nothing's been set in stone. Um, so it is it, all posturing at the moment. Yeah. Um, Who knows? Who knows, Paul? Yeah. It's, a, it's an absolute fucking shambles at the moment. And as I say, it comes down to it. 
we can have we can have an argument about what's right. Neither neither the European Super League nor the proposed changes to European football from UEFA benefit football. They don't. They don't benefit elite football. They provide more, a bit more money and more games, which again will require bigger wage budgets and more players, and football will continue mm. to eat itself. So both of these things are wrong, but as I say, from a pure Liverpool perspective, I'll make this perfectly clear, and I'm sure I speak for everyone uh, involved on the show and everyone who is watching at home. If Liverpool football club's owners take us to a position where we are expelled from the from domestic football, that is an mm. absolute unforgivable outrage, and they deserve everything that follows. I'll leave that with you. Um, Right, gents, thank you so much for joining us. I wish it was better. I wish we could solve it all. I wish we could, we're sitting here and talking would solve all the problems, but they never listen to us fucking anyway, but it doesn't mean we can't try and make our voices heard. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, yeah, we'll do what we can. Right, so to, for everyone asking, um, obviously Liverpool are playing Leeds United tonight. It's an absolute nothing game of football as it stands, unfortunately. Um, so we won't be doing the usual content that we do around it, but we will be live. Um, I'll be honest with you I'm not entirely certain what we do or how we cover it we won't be doing the usual commentary we won't be doing the usual style watch along we'll be providing score updates for those who are interested and we will have a general chat about stuff but if you want to come and support because honestly I have no idea where we stand I've no idea where Redmen TV stands in a world where Liverpool might be about to get thrown out of the fucking bread and butter. Um, so I don't know what it means for us, but we're going to be here regardless. We're going to be using it as a platform to make sure that if, if Liverpool are watching and Liverpool are listening, then they know what we stand for and we stand against this European Super League and we certainly stand against anything that takes Liverpool out of English football. Um, so yeah, do tune back in later on tonight. Um, thank you so much for everyone with the Super Chats. We've got a couple of last ones. Uh, Dominic Jones, Fergal saying started by Shanks, then ruined by Yanks, like you said that earlier, but the point remains um, Kyle Brueggemann the Super League will be the new NFL it will be too commercialised no relegation is a shambles there you go so yes thank you for everyone for joining us who've dropped likes who've super chatted who've subscribed to the YouTube channel you guys are absolutely amazing thank you so much for the support and thank you so much for joining into what has been a fucking terrible terrible top topic to discuss uh, but hopefully we've managed to do it justice um, yeah if you want more from us if you want to help support what we do uh, then make sure you head over to the redmentv.com and sign up or become a YouTube member or whatever but yeah look far more pressing things at the moment um, and hopefully Liverpool do see sense but I've, I've, no, I've no trust in what will happen next we'll just have to wait and see but rest assured we'll be here to cover it when it does thank you Good night. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.